Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Train your body. Here's exercise physiologist Melanie Cole, MS. We all know exercise is good for us, and we know that strength training and cardiovascular exercise can really reduce the risks of cancer and and osteoporosis and all these other things, but can it actually help stave off aging for women? Can weight training itself actually help do some of these things? Well, I'm sure it can. My guest today is Dr. Allie Bowerstock. She's assistant professor and the director of health and science program at Jefferson College at Health Sciences in Roanoke, Virginia. I pronounced that one correctly. Welcome to the show, Dr. Bowerstock. So, Dr. Bowerstock, I'm sorry. So, tell us a little bit about strength training. How is that counteract the effects of aging? What does that really do for us? Well, strength training is really beneficial, especially for women, because you're helping develop that positively uh, metabolically active tissue, uh, meaning, you know, the tissue that helps burn calories at rest, which we're all very interested in doing. Um, but because women are, are at a somewhat of a metabolic disadvantage because we don't have, uh, we are not born with as much muscle tissue, and uh, the, based on the hormonal interactions uh, unique to women versus men, um, you know, Building that lean muscle tissue is really going to help be the most effective way, really, um, of things that we can do um, within our daily activities to help boost our metabolism and, and stave off the natural effects of aging. So what are we talking about? Because in the American College of Sports Medicine's newest trends, the fitness trends for 2015, body weight exercises hit number one. So when you say strength training, does that have to be with dumbbells? Does it have to be with, you know, formalized equipment? What do you mean? Right, and that, that's a great question. Um, and I think body weight exercises are increasing in popularity mainly because you can do them anywhere. So you don't have to have equipment. You don't have to have a gym membership. Um, You can do them in your living room. Um, You can do them outside, and there's lots of ways to do that. But, no, I mean, the basis of of, uh, boosting your metabolism through strength training is consistency. So doing it regularly, you know, one to two times a week, um, and whether you do that at a gym or at your house, it really doesn't matter. Um, but where it does matter is when we get into um, when you do adhere to a program for four to six weeks um, starting out. You know, the New Year's, New Year's is coming around. A lot of people are going to say, oh, I want to lose weight in the new year. Um, and so we, start, we join a gym, and we all have good intentions, um, and we start our, our um, New Year off correctly, and then we kind of say, oh, you know, things are going on and my schedule's hectic, and we, we kind of lose track of that consistency, and that's where you lose some gains. So after the four to six weeks where we start a program, that's when you need to introduce a new stimulus or a, a new stressor. Um, so if you've been doing body weight exercises, it's time to change it up and do something new. Um, and so that's when you may want to look at maybe incorporating dumbbells or resistance bands um, or joining a gym, um, but something that's new and different to your body to help introduce a new, a new form of activity. Dr. Bowersack, if you had to tell people which is the first they should do priority-wise, do you like people to do their cardio, then their strength training, or a short little warm-up, then strength training, and then give it all they got for their cardio? If we had to pick a priority to really help that aging process, which would it be? I would recommend 
I mean, it really just depends on how much time you have and what your focus is for the day. And so, um, you know, ideally you would have a, a mix of both. You would have a mix of, um, obviously, you want to warm up because that's very important for avoiding injuries and, um, and getting the body ready for exercise. Um, but ideally you would have a balance of both cardiovascular exercise and strength training. Uh, in terms of which one you do first, I tend to err on the side of cardiovascular exercise first only because then you know you are fully warmed up for your strength training routine. Um, so if you, if you don't appropriately warm up and then you start lifting weights, you know, you, you run a slightly greater risk of, of injury, tearing a muscle, um, because perhaps your core body temperature is a little cooler. Um, but that's not to say that you can't strength train first. But um, I do like to recommend that um, you start at least with a 5 to 10 minute warm you know light intensity cardio for a warm up and then you can do you can really do either one but um if your focus today is to build muscle and to to get in your lifting workout and not necessarily to say you know run 4 to 5 miles and then lift uh doing the strength training first is totally appropriate as long as you have that longer warm up period how much is enough that we have to do to sort of combat that decline in muscle strength that happens with our age? Because, you know, we know that, that weight-bearing helps with bone density, getting our basal metabolic rate up and our body temperature and burning calories and getting our cholesterol. I mean, all of these things happen with weight training. But what about that decline in muscle strength? What is enough to do to really combat that body weight exercises, are they enough to do? Or do you have to really start increasing the actual weight, dumbbells and things? Well, as long as you're changing your routine on a regular basis, it's okay to, say, do body weight exercises for four to six weeks and and then do some uh, dumbbells or some resistance bands. Um, But in in terms of um, the bare minimum, um, so to speak, you know, one to two times a week of strength training is is enough to provide that stimulus for um, building lean muscle tissue. To you know, that's what we want to be doing to help build muscle, which is going to help our metabolism and and stave off the some of the aging effects. Uh, if you can do more, two to three times a week is great. Um, you you need to balance having activity with a day off because we certainly don't want to lift weights. Uh, six or seven days a week with no rest. So rest is really important. So following that, you know, Tuesday, Thursday, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um, you know, total body um, six to eight or, you know, eight to ten exercises to hit all the major muscle groups is is totally appropriate for for that goal of, of um, slowly but safely building lean muscle tissue. Um, and then, you know, as you become more fit, then you really have to focus on becoming uh, more attuned to how you're changing your your routine. So as we improve our fitness, um, you have to be a little bit more conscious of adding more of a vigorous workout. Um, you can't can't be complacent, basically. So as you become more fit, you have to continue to add more difficulty. Um, you can't just do the same thing you've been doing and expect the same results. Now, what about women being afraid they're going to bulk up if they start to, you know, increase the weights that they're using or any of those kinds of things? We only have about a minute and a half left, so clear up that little myth for us and give us your best advice for weight training to stave off aging. 
Sure, and, and that's a good point. I, uh, you know, hormonally, it's it's virtually impossible for women to achieve that that bodybuilder look that people are uh, women are typically f- fearful of with with strength training. Um, and so, and I, actually, I would recommend that women lift a little bit heavier than they typically do because you see um, a lot of the higher repetition, lower weights being done. And in order to uh, help build bone density, uh, which a lot of women are also interested in with aging, um, you really have to try to um, add more stimulus to to the structural portion of our bones. So um, in order to, to increase bone density, you have to be able to lift a little bit heavier. Um, and that's not to say that lifting in general is not good. Anything is better than nothing. Um, but you have to, you have to be okay with, with um, you know, Eight to ten repetitions at the towards the ninth or tenth rep, it should be pretty difficult. You shouldn't be able to do thirty repetitions uh, consecutively. That's probably too light of weight. But you won't bulk up because hormonally it's it's virtually impossible. Um, and in fact, you you want to build some muscle tissue. So don't don't be afraid. It's okay. And that's great advice. Don't be afraid. And body strength training really does stave off the aging process. It's one of the only activities that's been scientifically proven to positively affect all of the biomarkers of aging, basal metabolic rate, decline in muscle strength, your fat content, you know, your cholesterol levels and muscle mass, blood pressure, bone density, all of these things are positively affected if you do some good strength training, ladies. So step it up, work hard. You are listening to Train Your Body. Motivate and perform with the American College of Sports Medicine right here on Radio MD. Stay well.